Welcome and let your journey to soul expansion begin. I'm your host, Kristen Kaczynski. This show will take you on a journey of expansion, encouraging you to release the limitations of your mind and lean into the wisdom of your soul. Remembering who you are on a soul level will help you release your conditioning, expectations, limiting beliefs, fears, and worries, and evoke a life expanded by your energetic alignment. Whether you're an entrepreneur who wants to grow your income and impact, or someone who knows in your heart of hearts that you're made for more, this podcast will help you awaken the power that's already inside of you, allowing you to attract an easy flow of money, clients, opportunities, and fulfillment. In each episode, you'll learn something new, expand your consciousness, and you'll walk away with a glimpse of what's truly possible for you. If you're ready to follow your soul's calling and live a more expansive life, you're in the right place. Welcome and let your journey to soul expansion begin. Welcome back to the Soul Expansion Podcast Impact Series. Today, we are talking about outsourcing and teams. So this is something that I am passionate about. This is something that I'm excited to talk about because I do have the belief that we should outsource a little bit before we're ready because I do think sometimes we put so much on our plates as entrepreneurs to the point where when we even like think about hiring someone, we're so overwhelmed with the thought of handing tasks off that it, it can be really, really, really hard. And I know that I wish I had hired at least a virtual assistant even for like an hour per week, like something so minimal. Um, you know, I wish I had done that sooner in my business. And this was, you know, I, I hired one, you know, sometime in the first year, but I really wish I had hired one like as soon as possible because <laughs> there's so much to do in a business. There just truly is so much to do. So my first tip when it comes to outsourcing in teams is outsource a little bit before you're ready, but not so far before you're ready. Um, so that like you have this like really robust team but you, you know, your profitability is not really there, right? Like I think it, we want to be like conscious about the investments in our team that we are making. I think a lot of online business owners can benefit from a general virtual assistant like right away. Um, that's one of those roles where if you can just get those like menial tasks off your plate as soon as possible, it's it's just such a huge help and it gives it gives you so much of your energy back, right? Like there was a time in my business where I was uploading every Zoom call to client folders and, you know, uploading every course video to the course platform and creating the graphic on Canva and doing the this and doing the that. And oh my God, it's just so exhausting to even talk about. So highly recommend get yourself like a jack of all trades assistant as soon as possible if you don't already have one. But now, so that's kind of like the basics, right? And maybe you already have an assistant. Now what I want to kind of like shift into is your like long-term plan for outsourcing in teams, right? So I think it's so important to, when you're thinking long-term, to choose team members and choose roles that are going to lead to the long-term vision. It's really easy to get distracted in the online space and hire a graphic designer because you need graphics and hire a social media manager because you have social media and hire this and hire that. And I think it's so powerful when we can actually slow down and be more intentional about who we're hiring. Um, I like to take the approach, okay, what do I hate the most? 
and and hand that off right away, right? So that's why like a, a jack of all trades virtual assistant is actually a beautiful hire for pretty much every CEO, right? Like pretty much everyone needs an assistant of some sort. But you know, those things like, what do I hate the most? I hand those off as soon as possible. And then also like, what do I suck at, right? Like I... <sighs> I used to edit like not never this podcast. I was much wiser when I started this podcast, but I had a different podcast before this one many, many years ago, and I used to edit my own episodes and it was exhausting. It took me forever. I hated every second of it. (laughs) So don't do things that you hate, right? Because you're never going to do them. And I'm not here to hate my business, right? So we want to be looking for things that we suck at, things that we hate, things we don't want to do anymore and outsource those as soon as possible. Um, definitely before we're ready. And then beyond that, right? Like as your space starts to open up, now you want to look at, okay, what is the bigger vision that we're working towards? What are the roles where I really need like powerhouse people to bring the bigger vision to life? A beautiful example for me is this podcast. One of the reasons why I specifically selected the podcast team that I did was because I, first of all, I wanted full service, right? Like I didn't want to have to create the show notes or hire someone else to create the show notes. Like I wanted the editing, the show notes, all of it to be done by one agency who knew what the hell they were doing. And then one thing that actually really drew me to my podcast editor, Sid, was she talked about how she like SEO optimizes the show notes. So like, that's amazing, right? Search engine optimization, right? So that's amazing because that's not something I would like ever think to do or even like know how to do, right? And it's one of those things where it can make such a big difference over the long term, right? The fact that this is episode number 60, the fact that all 60 episodes are search engine optimized within the podcast platform is amazing. That's going to do amazing things for our long-term growth as a podcast. And if the bigger vision is to be a podcaster, speaker, author, then of course that is one key area in my business where I want to make sure I'm investing in the right kind of support. So it's looking at those sorts of things when you're thinking about building out your team and being much more strategic and intentional about who you're actually hiring and how much you're investing in them, right? So like I could have picked a cheaper podcast agency, but the fact that they do it full service and that it's like SEO optimized and that we just get along too, right? Like I think that's really important too. We get along, we flow, we have a good flow as, you know, podcaster and podcast editing team. That's super important as well. So, you know, you want to be looking at those things that are going to lead to the bigger payout and the bigger vision, right? So for me, it's not really made sense, at least up until now. It's definitely going to change, right? Like business is always changing. We're always growing and, and expanding. But at least up until now, it's not made sense to hire a graphic designer or to hire a social media manager. I had one before, but I just stopped seeing the the value in it. And so it's those sorts of things where maybe you think you need it, but it's actually asking yourself, okay, is this going to lead to the long-term payout, right? And I think a social media manager is one of those examples of things where it's like, yeah, it gives you engagement. It helps you grow your audience. Maybe you get some clients through that. But does it really lead to the bigger long-term payout? For me, it didn't. Maybe for you, it does. So it's being really intentional about what you are outsourcing and focusing on the things that are going to lead to the bigger vision. 
The other thing with outsourcing in teams is recognizing what your role starts to become, right? So I know a lot of people who outsource and then they micromanage their team. (laughs) And this is okay. I think I went through a phase with my team with this, but the goal should be to get out of your team's way, right? And I think this is something that we heard on uh, a previous episode with Todd White, and he's like a multi-eight-figure entrepreneur, right? He's the the owner of Dry Farm Wines. Um, so he's been around the block. And before that business, he started other businesses. And that was something that really stuck out to me that I just kind of naturally noticed myself doing with my team members. And it just felt right. And it's, you know, it's actually something I picked up from corporate. I hated being micromanaged because I could do it so much faster if you got out of my way. Right. And I'm like ambitious and productive. So, you know, be intentional about who you're hiring, pick people that are ambitious and productive and get out of their way. Right. And so I'm always like trying to find ways, okay, how can I hand this off and then just get out of the way? How can I get this off my plate so I'm not slowing the process down? That's a lot of what outsourcing is. It's like get out of the way, stop slowing things down, don't feel the need to micromanage. And yeah, we have quality control. Yeah, I like check up on things. Yeah, there's things that I have had to step in and like manage the process a bit more. But it's my goal to not have to do that 24-7, right? And so that's something to to get clear on. Like, how can you get to this place where you can release control when it comes to your team and actually like let your team do their job, like get out of their way and like let them do their thing. And I think that's something a lot of us struggle with. Um, so so when when you get out of their way, right? Like when you when you release that control and you truly step into more of the CEO role instead of like the micromanager role. What happens is it's not going to look exactly the way you imagined, and that has to be okay, right? I mean, there's some things that you'll definitely want to like quality control and check. Like for me, client-facing things, like I, I've been very specific about how I want that to show up. But the podcast, I don't, I don't micro, like I don't, I don't micromanage this. No, not at all. Like this is one of those things where like. I don't need to get in the way. I don't need my hands in that basket. I don't need to be a part of the process. I need my voice. I need my content. I need my message to be heard. And however they want to structure it. And, you know, sometimes I get in there and I'm like, hey, let's do this thing differently. But I'm not listening to every single episode, managing every single word to make sure they edit every single thing. Like, no, I I like don't have the time or energy for that, right? And so as you're outsourcing things and as you're hiring really great people that you trust and, you know, I encourage you to, to, you know, follow your intuition with this and like, even like ask, like if you're, if you're into manifestation, ask for the right people to find you or ask for, you know, the, the spiritual realm to present you with the right people. I've been very lucky with just having the right people fall into my plate, but I think it's also like intentionality, right? Like, (laughs) like I, I asked for the right people to fall into my lap, so to speak. So, you know, hire the right people, make sure they're people that are going to get the job done are good at what they do and that you vibe with and you have a good communication style with, and then get the hell out of their way. Any area where you can micromanage a little less, any area where you can be okay with things being a little messy, maybe any area where you don't have to like babysit them, that is going to be so huge for your long-term growth because you can have a team and this is a reality I've lived. You can have a team and still be doing everything yourself in a way, right? Because you're micromanaging the whole process. And so you're wasting all this money on your team and you're, you're like reducing their morale because you can't let go of that control. And there may be some healing that has to take place. I know for me, it's been a process of letting go of control. 
But it's one of those things where like this should be like a major area of growth for you. If you do feel like you're in a micromanager state, how can you relax that control? How can you be okay with things not looking exactly the way you want them to? And like, where do you need to communicate? Okay, this is the area where it has to be done this way. So for me, it's client facing stuff. It has to be done the way I say it does, right? It just has to. And so it's okay to be that specific, but do you need to be that specific in area in every area of your business, right? And for me, I just don't. I just don't need I don't need to micromanage the process. So the other thing that comes online when we're thinking about outsourcing in teams is your role as a leader. So we talked about not micromanaging and kind of like letting getting out of their way, letting them do their thing. But you know, when you're in a leadership role and not just a manager role, but a leadership role, you have to be able to see the bigger picture and you have to be able to expand out beyond the day-to-day tasks. And handing off the tasks is one thing, but you out, you also want to start stepping into the role of like, okay, where am I moving this ship, right? Like, where is this this ship, aka your business, actually going? And how can I set the coordinates there now? How can I see what we're trying to manifest, what we're trying to call in, what we're trying to co-create now, even before we're anywhere close to there? And so hiring people can give you that space and energy to actually look for the bigger picture. But you also have to step in and be like the guideposts, right? You also have to step in and be like, hey, okay. So for me, you know, not too long ago, I was like, okay, I think podcasting is where, you know, we're really going to thrive. I want to be a podcast speaker, author, you know, two to three years from now, I want to get out of just doing coaching. I want to be bigger. I want to be on stages. I want to have a bigger impact. Okay. So that was clue number one to me. Okay, we need to do two episodes per week. And actually, I think we're going to move to five episodes per week pretty soon. So <laughs> get excited. You're going to hear me every day, Monday through Friday, <laughs> pretty soon. Um, so, you know, you still have to, you have to be the guidepost. You have to be able to see 10 steps ahead. And then you have to put the things in place for your team to get there, right? So like at the time I'm recording this, I decided three or four months ago, oh no, we need, we need to do at least two episodes per week. Like we just have to. And so that took some time to implement, right? So you have to start to have that forward thinking vision and you have to be okay that, you know, the bigger your ship gets, the bigger your business gets, the the more time and energy it's going to take to turn the ship, right? It's not going to be able to turn right away. It's not going to be able to shift really quick, right? We have kind of like the quick and dirty phase in our business where things are happening quickly. We're launching things right off the bat. We're telling our team to do this, this, and that, and it's happening really fast. But when it's some when it's getting bigger and bigger and you're expanding your your structures and you have more people and your team is larger and their systems already in place and everyone's happy with the systems you want to make sure that you're you're having enough foresight to put things in place long enough in advance to where everyone can gear up and get on board and you know i mentioned we're going to move to doing 5 episodes per week so at the at the time that you're listening to this let's see this is going to be released on may 31st so probably by the end of this upcoming month june by the end of june you'll start to see 5 episodes per week but i decided that back in like early april right so you know there's there's this this element of foresight that has to come through 
so that your team can put the things in place on their end to catch up. And then finally, it's it's as we're thinking of this leadership role, it's becoming this like loving guide, right? So your team's going to fuck up. Your team's going to do things wrong. Your team's going to do things that you would have done differently. And how it really comes down to like how do you manage your team in such a way that they want to stick around and they want to, you know, put their heart and soul into your business over the long term. I think this is something a lot of people get wrong in the online space. And of course, it's something I've gotten wrong in the past too, right? Like we grow and change and evolve and we learn lessons. But how do you show up for your people as if they're like your family, right? That's something I've like really been thinking on as we've been growing the business. How can I be this loving guide? How can I be this 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 energy that makes people want to stick around in my business? Because retention with employees can be really low, right? And so how do we keep people around for longer? Because I know even in my quote unquote small business that only has two major team members, if I lose a team member, it's a big fucking headache. If I have to transition something something in the business to someone else, it's a big fucking headache on my end. And so what I want to do to make sure I don't have to do that every fucking six months or every fucking year is number one, I want to make sure I get the right person to begin with. I want to pay them well so they feel valued. And I want to make sure I'm like checking in with them and making sure that things are flowing, that we're we're happy on both sides and asking periodically, is there anything I can do better as a leader? Is there anything you're expecting from me as a leader? And then also when things are not done to my standards, finding a loving way to communicate that it needs to be done in a different way. And again, this is something I've definitely like grown through. I didn't always get this right, but it's something I'm really prioritizing now. Like how can I communicate, hey, it needs to be done this way from a heart-centered energy instead of like a you fucked up my business type of energy, right? Um, So (laughs) those are my thoughts on outsourcing and teams. I hope you're loving this series. Please share this series with with your entrepreneur friends. Again, I think this is stuff that is not really covered in a lot of the free content in the online space. So I think it's really powerful to share this information because, you know, the online coaching industry, I think, is maturing, right? There's, of course, there's always the the newer people coming online, but there's people that have been around for a couple of years and are wanting to grow into the next level and are wanting to think about some of these, you know, more higher level CEO concepts and there's just not a lot of education out there because a lot of people are so focused on the beginners, right? And I think that's that's great, but you know, we got people who have been around the block who want some info too. <laughs> so that's what I'm aiming to do with this series. Um, share it with a friend, subscribe, do all the things. Next episode, we're going to talk about navigating conflict. And we're going to talk about it both from the lens of like team conflict and also uh, like client conflict and audience conflict. So three lenses on navigating conflict. So make sure you tune into that episode. Talk soon. Love you. Expansion Mastermind is my favorite container ever. It is my favorite container to facilitate. I absolutely love the transformations that the women inside experience. It is my one of my most transformational containers other than one-on-one coaching. And it is a container in which you get one-on-one access to me. You get monthly one-on-one calls, um, you know, direct access to me in a messenger app called Voxer. 
in case you can't tell, I do love the deeper inner work and I do love being able to help women shift from doing to receive or like the hustle mentality in business to receiving just to receive, receiving just because you exist, receiving just because you're worthy of receiving, receiving money from your energy and not from, you know, the, the exhausting launch strategies or whatever other bullshit you've been putting yourself through to build your business. So to answer your questions, yes, it's 100% possible to manifest clients and money in business. Yes, it's 100% possible for this to be your main strategy when it comes to growing your income. And yes, your life will change if you're willing to do the deeper inner work that we do in Expansion Mastermind to be able to embody and stabilize this and make it more consistent for you. So this mastermind is high touch. It's capped at 10 women. At the time I'm recording this, I don't know how many spots will be available because we are doing a pre-sale for this launch. But right now there is at least one spot available, I'm sure, <laughs> um, if you're wanting to apply to join us. We have shifted this container to have specific enrollment periods. So at the time that you're listening to this, we are open for enrollment now, but we will not be open for enrollment for very much longer. And we won't open up enrollment again until the end of 2022. So this is your, your chance to get in now before we close enrollment for the rest of the year until the end of the year. Um, and it is a six month minimum commitment. So if you join for six months, you get to come to our in-person retreat in Miami, and that's going to be in late September, early October. Um, we will finalize the dates. They're probably already finalized by the time you're listening to this. But we would love to have you. This program includes private healing calls with a small mastermind group. It includes hot seat coaching calls with a maximum of five people per call. It includes, uh, you know, intimate access to me in Voxer. It includes one-on-one -on -one calls with me. It includes all sorts of amazing support and access to all of my programs, courses, memberships, everything while you are under contract. So it is my most high touch container other than one-on-one -on -one coaching. And it's designed for female entrepreneurs who are making at least six figures and are ready to grow, expand, and quantum leap, all the things. So obviously I'm obsessed with this container. I love it. I hope you will feel called to join us. And if you are, you can do so by going to kristinkasinski.com forward slash expansion. Or you can just send me a DM on Instagram and we can chat more. I'm at Kristen Kaczynski. 